Howdy folks, it's Monday, April 25th. I'm Jacob Cohen and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Later in today's episode, changes are coming to the death industry. Cemeteries have had a pretty consistent gig going for a while, and now their future is kind of uncertain, which is weird for something that, in essence, is very much certain. A lot of businesses popping up there. What is going on? Dark subject. Who cares? We're making it light, and we are going to discuss before we get into that. As always, here are a few things you should know. Let's get crackalacking. Okay, so perhaps you're listening to this in the car or on the bus. Perhaps you're stopped at a traffic light or you're going straight through because you got a green. We're going to be talking about the future of traffic lights right now. So first, a little traffic light history. Traffic lights were first used in the 19th century in England, but those were gaslit bulbs and they were hazardous and prone to explosion. In 1914, Cleveland actually installed the first electric traffic light. But the classic three-colored lights emerged in Detroit in 1920. Fast forward to today, we don't have to worry about exploding lights. And today's innovation is actually using AI to make our traffic lights a lot smarter. So we actually spoke with Tim Menard, who's the CEO of this company called Light, spelled L-Y-T. That's a connected traffic tech provider. Basically, their software uses data, machine learning, all that good stuff to manipulate traffic signals to improve the flow of traffic. You know, cities often have traffic sensors, while emergency vehicles, public buses and trains, and even our phones all have GPS. So this all forms aggregate data about what traffic looks like at any given moment. So light gathers any available data, and uh, according to the CEO, that allows them to take information and turn it into basically a story. And the story provides a real-time bird's-eye view of what's happening on the road, but also they can learn from yesterday's traffic jam to improve today's traffic. For example, say there's a city bus that's off schedule. Lights AI would take historical information, for example, how long the bus typically waits at a stop. It would also take real-time data, such as where the bus actually is, and then it sets up a green wave in which the bus hits green lights as it needs them. Menard told us that What happens then is people who are taking the bus are less stressed because those people feel like they're on a train where they're only stopping at each bus stop. It's pretty cool. And a pilot program involving 17 stoplights on a San Jose bus route shortened travel times by 20%. Not bad at all, if you ask me. And it works with emergency vehicles, too. In Fremont, California, light is being used to improve response time. Principal transportation engineer Eric Hugh said that because AI can respond to approaching emergency vehicles at greater distances, it allows crossing motorists, bicycles, and pedestrians to clear the intersections ahead of time, improving safety. Other benefits include less pollution from the stop-and-go traffic and increased efficiency in, in electric vehicles. You also have less overall congestion and reduced wait times for driver, cyclists, and pedestrians, and most importantly, less stress. All right, moving ahead. Amazon late last week acquired the Indian social commerce startup Glowroad. What is Glowroad? Glowroad sells products to customers at wholesale prices and helps them resell on Facebook and WhatsApp. So why is that interesting? It's interesting because it shows how significant this concept of social messaging-driven commerce is, and that it is really quite underrated here in the U.S. A lot of people in America not only don't use WhatsApp, But they also don't even realize that overseas, the platform is so much more than just messaging. 
WhatsApp connects over 400 million users in India alone. So there are more WhatsApp users in India than there are Americans in the world. And as of 2020, 175 million people were messaging a WhatsApp business account daily. As for Indians, WhatsApp is very much this multi-pronged messaging platform that involves commerce. You know, there are videos WhatsApp has posted on YouTube showing someone browsing on WhatsApp through a store's catalog within a chat, adding an item to their cart, placing their order, and getting fast responses to questions. That's really the WhatsApp that a lot of people use in India. People really shop on WhatsApp. They are connected to, to local small businesses on WhatsApp, and they communicate with them through WhatsApp. And, you know, people have long asked, what's the business case for WhatsApp? And this is the business case for WhatsApp. You're seeing it play out in places like India. You're really not seeing it yet in America. And you can even look at WhatsApp's second cousin, Facebook Marketplace, which, if I were a betting man, would tell you is a main reason why a not-so-insignificant number of Facebook users will tell you they still have a Facebook account at all. There are a billion people who are using Facebook Marketplace. There are 250 million Facebook users interacting with shops on Facebook, communicating with them, messaging with them. So this concept of message-driven shopping is big. It will continue to grow. Expect more to come. In other news, we enter yet another week with Elon Musk and Twitter news. Twitter is reportedly re-examining Elon Musk's $43 billion takeover offer after Musk outlined how he would finance it. The two sides reportedly met Sunday to discuss. I'm sure we'll be hearing about that more today or later this week. Also, a report from ZipRecruiter found 64% of job switchers are doing so because of significant pay bumps, which, while it shows that employee bargaining power is basically higher than ever, could continue to drive inflation, not the greatest thing. And with that, let's discuss something nice and light, cremation of the dead. So Karen Heller put out this great report in the Washington Post on cremation in the United States. And it's a really fascinating tale of death, the business of death, how things have changed and what things could look like in the future. So to start, let's just talk some numbers. Six decades ago, fewer than 5% of Americans were cremated. 20 years ago, the number was up to 27%. In 2020, it hit 56%. And by 2040, it's projected to be around 80%. So in less than 20 years' time from now, it's expected that about four in five Americans will be cremated as opposed to having, you know, a classic casket burial. And this presents a lot of interesting situations. You know, cemeteries have had a pretty consistent gig going for a while. And now their future is kind of uncertain, which is weird for something that, in essence, is very much certain, right? For cemeteries, casket makers, all these players, this means business models and physical properties could look very different in the future. It almost reminds me of, you know, the discussion around what's going to happen with gas stations and what they'll look like in a fully electric world. You know, there will be cars, there will be death. But the infrastructure of how they are fueled and what it looks like will change. And what's fascinating is with this uptick in cremation, there are all kinds of businesses popping up. So, for example, just as you have direct-to-consumer clothing products like Allbirds shoes or, or glasses, Warby Parker glasses, right? You now have direct-to-consumer cremation companies, companies like Solace and Tulip. And there's now a whole other industry of companies popping up that do what's known as green burials, very clean, natural burials. 
And you look on TikTok, the hashtag for cremation has over 232 million views. Many of these videos are clips of things like cremation jewelry or art that people make with people's remains. And these are interesting things to look at. I, I recommend you go check some of them out. Long story short, there are changes coming to the business of death. Even death cannot escape capitalism, clearly. But seriously, at the rate things are going here, death could look very different just 20 years from now. And bada bing, bada boom. That is it, folks. For more on the hustle's tech and business coverage and links to all kinds of cool stuff from around the web, Join our newsletter at thehustle.co. Thanks to our editor, Ezra Trupiano, and executive producer, Darren Clark. I'm Jacob Cohen. You've been listening to The Hustle Daily Show, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. See you tomorrow.